Welcome, everyone. I, this is a very big one because I understand I'm talking to uh, actually the world champion, mm-hmm. uh, number one um, big dick boy of... Numero uno, baby. ...of uh, Tetris of all time. I, I am the GOAT. I've got my ring. Um, I may or may not have spent uh, from 7 o'clock to 1 in the morning yesterday playing... Tetris nine mm-hmm, nine, mm-hmm. which is what nine, we, call, nine, we, don't call, huh? we, we don't call it ninety nine. It's nine nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, in the, in the biz, uh, yeah, it's being crowned king of anything. My parents said I could never be good at anything. I didn't think I'd be good at anything, but uh, lo and behold, Nintendo looking out for me. The Tetris Corporation, Mister Tetris himself, uh, realized that I had a calling, and that calling was playing 150 games of Tetris and winning one of them. I, 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 I played a lot of Tetris 99 and I won one and it meant a lot to me. It meant more to me than like graduating high school or college, getting laid, mm-hmm. moving out on my own. Honestly, it, I probably, looking back on that video, that was a completely sincere reaction, by the way. I wasn't. It seemed like you had an audience. Like it, it, <laughs> it, it, it appeared by your tweets that you had been playing for about 24 hours, even yes. though I know that's not true, but you definitely committed to that. Uh, and apparently, yeah, apparently you got even other people into it. Which I don't know how you, I don't know how you get other people to watch you play Tetris. Uh, I guess you're just that fucking good. It took me a second to realize what I had done, and I just started screaming. <laughs> and recording. Yeah. Important. Yeah. I uh, I needed to commemorate that that momentous occasion. That's a good. That's a good vid. That's oh, up fuck. there with that vid of us in Steven's car when it reached a hundred thousand yeah. miles. Oh god. <laughs> god damn. I. I was getting pretty convinced that the game was rigged against me. I was starting to form conspiracy oh my theories God. in my head. You were getting schizophrenic with it. I was getting schizo for sure. Wow. Are you? Uh, did you just straight up dream? Did you have the Tetris effect? Were you just uh, like imagine? Were you just seeing blocks falling as you closed your eyes to sleep? No, but I did okay. have a dream about a wildcat. That's that's yeah. Which actually, I guess it was less. It was a, a metaphor for my Tetris yeah, playing. Yeah, the wildcat kind of jumped at you with its, with one arm outstretched and like the uh-huh. others. It was four. The you know it was like four blocks. The theme of. was playing backwards, and just you know, and then and then there's like a little short dude. He's like you must when yeah Tetris. Yeah, little Russian guy. Uh my God. Um. I, I told myself I was going to uninstall because it was actually affect- affecting, like, my mental state. Like, I was getting pretty upset. Wow, one day, huh? Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, dude, it, not even one day, three hours. Three hours, I was like, I'm, I, I was going to break something. Tetris. I mean, we were on that plane to Japan, and we played a lot of Tetris, but even then, that was probably not three whole hours in one chunk. Oh, my God. But I did it. Well, yeah, congrats. Thank you. You've, yep, this is the high point. It's all going to go downhill from here. <laughs> I still haven't, I haven't been able to reclaim the glory. I've gotten second place a couple times since then, but... Hmm. Um, somehow the urgency is gone. My heart's yeah. not really in it anymore. I was shaken. Sweaty. Yeah. Just, ah. Sorry, I'm a little starstruck. It's all right. Yeah. Here with, in the, you, know. you put me in a room with Tom Brady right now. Tell me who's the better athlete. I mean, you I basically, you. yeah, you beat a hundred people. So you basically won a hundred Super Bowls compared to him. <laughs> he only has like, what, seven something yeah oh he's got to face 11 people on the field and he's got teammates that ain't shit you know what's you know what's real perseverance you know the real eye of the tiger it's when somebody throws 10 garbage garbage lines at you you know of garbage blocks Mm -hmm. and you clear them shits and send them back their way for the dub that's what it's about that's what it's about yeah i i love that the dub in in football is that what is that football is that what you're talking about we're moving on. Is that, a, is that football? Is that football? W the, du- the W the win the dub. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yep. Okay. I thought you were, I thought it was like the double. I was like, okay, double. That's like a. That's not a football. That's like a. Uh, that's that's got to be some sort of Quidditch thing. <laughs> I visited one of my favorite teachers in high school when I was uh, at home for Christmas. And uh, I was talking to her, and, and, and she was like, yeah, I mean, things are going pretty well here. Quidditch has just exploded. <laughs> like, oh, just, yeah, things are going great. Uh, it bring, anything that brings a teacher joy is fine by me, man. It's a hard job. It, mm. it just, I don't, I, I have no sympathy for, it just shows everything about teachers that they just think that Quidditch is cool. It gets nerds active. That's a good thing. How active are you, really? You run. I mean, you, you can't you, even run properly. Well, they can't run properly anyway, man. They're all bow-legged. You know. Yeah, like how fit do the people playing Quidditch the, the, really look? Even the thing is, the balls are really big, so you don't like your your depth perception isn't as critical. Hand-eye coordination not as big of a deal. It's probably tough to ride a broom if you, the, the, the balls are really big. <laughs> It's really an issue for me, yeah. personally. Just pressing right up, one on each side, just laying there. <laughs> People actually think, they try to grab them because they think they're quaffles. Uh, do you think, uh, I, if I were to, I'm not a great athlete. Like, I'm I'm pretty decent shape right now. I was, you know, narcissistically looking at myself for some, like, okay, all right. Oh, you, don't, you don't do that every night? Um, I mean, this me was neither. a, a pro... This was a prolonged period of looking in the mirror where I'm like, oh, <laughs> damn, expecting my torso. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, anyways. Yeah, that's not so, something that I do every day, every um, time I go to the bathroom. But uh, so 
Uh, come on, you know I'm downplaying it. I'm I'm the biggest <laughs> narcissist you know. <laughs> three uh, hours. You weren't actually playing Tetris for three hours. You were staring at yourself in the mirror, flexing. <laughs> well, it's actually really hard to play Tetris because I'm constantly trying to look at myself in the reflection of the switch. Yeah, the bulging but, muscles just get in the way of the screen, and you just can't see anything. Well, I actually can't bring my arms close enough together to grab the switch because my pecs are so huge. Yeah. Uh, but do you think I am a decent enough athlete to go tear up the Quidditch scene? Like, do you think I? Oh, I it'd be really be... funny to in, like because the you know people always bring up the idea of like you know going into a little league game and just fucking destroying, mm-hmm. but that's like neat and pointlessly cruel. Whereas going up against just nerds of your own age range in a Quidditch match and just <laughs> fucking the thing is, steamrolling over them. The thing is, it's like they can't even get me on technicalities. Like you're not even a real nerd. Like fucker, I could tell you everything about Harry Potter right now. Also, I know more than you do, fucker. Yeah, I, I ruined my life even harder. I wasted even more time than you did. But like the thing about Quidditch is that it famously has no rules whatsoever. So you could just fucking do whatever you uh, want and here, here's the, just here's challenge the, the refs and everything and, and just yell at them and, and bully them until they back down. <laughs> As somebody that owned the history of Quidditch, a book, oh, wow. I can tell you for a fact there are rules in Quidditch. People, yeah, I mean, bring up that the, but thing. it's like that's like extended universe shit. Like in the books, it's just fucking people are just getting killed constantly because it's just you can kind of do whatever. It's right? like hockey, man. I was watching a bunch of hockey fights the other day. Sure, I was just like, you, you know, like YouTube's algorithm got to me, and I was yeah. like looking up videos of, um, uh, I. I oftentimes don't watch hockey fights when I'm on my watching sports fights kick because I think it's like cheating, basically. Yeah, but man, just, yeah. man, sometimes there was this one where we're like, <laughs> both benches cleared. Like you had oh, yeah. like easily 10 people in the penalty boxes total. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's some good stuff. Man, my favorite, there was this one basketball fight. I think it was like, it doesn't matter who it was, but uh, a, a fan threw a beer at a player from the stands, which is a bad idea. Yeah. Dude jumps into the stands and, and fucks that dude up. Oh, <laughs> and, like, no. and then it's a whole thing. Like, it's just everybody's in the stands and the game was canceled and everything. Uh, <laughs> but, but to me, that's like, I, I actually, I read afterwards that he didn't get the right guy and he was just oh, punching no. some random person, which oh, is horrible. Oh, God. But, but the idea of that being the right guy, that. yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, but, but if he got the right guy, totally in his, totally in his court. Well, yeah. I'm, totally, I'm on his side for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. We're, we're, this is a huge tangent. We don't, I mean, hey, we watched an hour long OVA. We can, we can. We can stretch Shoot this one a shit. bit. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, first, I found this thread that's very funny, which is, it's a it's a CK thread, which <laughs> I love. Just talking about threads. 2019 is the year KFC ta- retakes the throne. The oh, that did, that does look pretty good, actually, though. I mean, they had a role. KFC had a role there for a while where they were coming out with all this meme food that ended up being good. It was like they had the the bowl, the what, the what was it, the famous bowl, whatever the fuck it was called, uh. and everyone talked about how ridiculous it was. Everyone was mad about it. Everyone I've heard who tried it said it was delicious. I thought it looked amazing because it's just a bowl full of potatoes and corn and uh, and whatever the fuck else and gravy. 
I think there was probably some chicken in there. I don't how, know. How are you going to say no to that? The double stack. Everyone was like, "Oh, this is you know, this is ridiculous. Who comes up with this? It's uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, absurd. It's 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 uh, indulgent." Turns out, first of all, healthier than regular sandwich, fewer carbs, and also I've heard pretty good. So you know, if they can get on top of that with this cheesy zinger stacker that I'm oh looking God. at, it looks pretty. It's it appears to be. Uh, two two like chicken fillets, breaded chicken fillets uh-huh. on a bun, with two slices of cheese and also yeah, melted they're, cheese. They're not skipping out on that cheese. You get two slices, son. Well, I mean, almost like two slices and a bunch of melted cheese. Oh, is that cheese? Yeah, I mean, it has cheese. Oh yeah, I guess it that, looks yeah. like it's almost oh, Cheetos shit. branded. It has that curly C there. Yeah, it ain't easy being a lot of cheesy. a lot of a lot of Cheetos branded fast food I'm seeing lately. I think uh, something else has. Cheetos. I don't remember what. Oh, do uh, I remember Review Broad had some Cheeto thing? I don't yeah, know. yeah. So I, 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 McBurger King. Burger King does Cheetos, like yeah, like mac and mac and Cheetos or whatever the fuck. Crazy Burger King bullshit. and KFC are probably owned by the same company. Um, I uh, I bought a bag of flaming hot Cheetos recently because I I haven't been like keeping like chips or anything around the house because I'll just I'll I'll eat it too fast. I've realized this about myself. I don't have the control. If I get chips, they're going to be gone, and if I don't finish them in two days, there's going to be just a bag sitting there in my cabinet forever, yeah. and I won't eat them. So I finally got a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos, and fucking sure enough, I, I, I'm just like sitting, watching anime, and I finished the entire bag in one sitting. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds pretty painful. That it was terrible. Like heartburn. Yeah. I was, it was terrible. I was trying to go to bed later that night. I'm like, oh, I'll pay for this one. Yeah, I've been doing so well. Ugh. But yeah, I just I thought that was funny. Um, so I owe, I owe the federal government a thousand dollars. That's pretty. That's normal. I think. Uh, uh, I mean, usually people get returns, but I, I, I and I've gotten returns up until this point. But I, I was doing my taxes, and I'm like, it's gonna be bad. Like I know it's gonna be bad. Are you? A, oh yeah, you're you're like a freelancer. You're like self-employed. Yeah. And so yeah, I've been down that road, buddy. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, a thousand dollars. I paid six thousand mm-hmm. dollars last year. Did you have it? You had it all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's terrible. Six thousand dollars, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's. I don't. I don't understand money that well, but I just, you know, it's. It's like I didn't pay any taxes for the year before that, so it's just the amount I would have paid normally. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's just, people. Uh, see, people seem to think it's much worse if you have to pay it all at once, but it's kind of this. It's kind of the same thing. It's the know. same, but like you, you, you know. If you have self control and you don't just assume that all the money you have is going to be there forever, and you can and you just spend it fragrantly. Well, I uh, I live a lavish lifestyle, fragrantly, so flagrantly. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm balling out, got the drop top going. You know, I'm buying motorcycles. You yeah. know, and uh, doing day it, trading. Of course, things you don't understand. Yeah. It's, You're a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and you don't even realize it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, no. So I, I owe the government a lot of money, and it's it's uh, it's a bummer because I'm like I, I'm like look at my bank account. I'm like okay, okay, we're doing decent. You know, this freelance thing's not such a big such a bad deal, and then it's it's a little hit, but whatever. Uh, that's all. That's that's all I got going on. I I've ruined. Um, oh yeah, because you've only been at this job for <laughs> six months. Yeah, I, I started when we got back from Japan. Um, nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, uh, another thing. I remember recently I was talking about how how uh, how like Mark started watching My Little Pony, uh, and then it's which I, one? I've, 
uh, what's that? You know, like just the core. Oh yeah. Friendship. F I M baby. Yeah. Um, and 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 now uh, he's slowly becoming me, uh, because I I recently went over to his place. And uh, he was he was watching uh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX, and I'm like, how far mm. in are you? And it was like, I'm I started two days ago. I'm at episode 35 of Yu-Gi-Oh GX. <sighs> how the how did you how do you even? I don't think it was actually that much, but you know, it's like it's 35 episodes in. That's probably more than I've seen. Uh, yeah. He he was talking to me about shit like I knew it, and I'm like, dude, I I usually get to the episode where they swapped the the alcohol for hot sauce, and then I'm done. You know, that's. That's it. So that's, that's all I could take. Oh, he's even watching the American one. Oh yeah, you gotta watch the oh, dub. Amazing. Mm. Did you even t- have you even been have you been like preaching the good word of of the GX to him? No, or? no. He's oh, just, he just found it. Okay, wow. That hive mind. Huh. Yeah. That's, yeah, man. That's uh, that's that's pretty horrifying. What a world. Uh, I'm gonna be dummy sauced on this episode. Uh, because oh, cool. I I have I haven't uh, like had anything to drink in like three weeks, so my tolerance is just like gone, and uh, I I uh, I've got a couple beers here. We're gonna see how this goes. Yeah, how's Ace Combat? It's it's real fucking good. I've nice, I've man. been too busy to play that much of it. I played like five missions, but goddamn, it's fucking good. It's good. It did the like um, when Ace Combat. Infinity came out, which was like the weird PS3 online one. All the stuff I saw was just like, well, I, I, I think it was like almost uh, like an anthology of Ace Combat stuff. So they had a bunch of like story beats from the other games, and it was like using those beats as like online missions. And I was like, oh man, you know, they're doing the thing where they're kind of resting on the laurels of the old good mm-hmm. games that everyone loves. And then this game comes out, and I'm playing it, and they're like, they rehash all these. Uh, all these story bits at first and you're like oh no they're just copying every like in ace combat 5 one of the big uh plot points is uh, the president um you have a mission where you have a mission where you rescue the president you you uh you uh uh escort his plane and defend it and then a bunch of missions later later in the story people realize that no one's seen the president in a while <laughs> And it becomes a pretty big plot point that he's been kidnapped and no one knows where he is and oh, the government no. and the government's like actually being controlled by someone else and all this stuff. And then there's a really cool, it pays off really well in your really gruff like salt of the earth um, captain who's been missing and everyone thought was dead or POW. Turns out he's been like doing all this black ops shit and figuring out everything and he knows awesome. where the president is and he's rescued the other president of the other country you're at war with who's also been kidnapped and he broke him out of fucking prison. What? And it's fucking rad as hell. It's, it's like uh, it's like Call of Duty times eight times anime like, times airplanes. Yeah. And in this one, it's just like, yeah, President Harling has been kidnapped again. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, oh no. Uh, but then they do something wild with it that you don't expect, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, so it's stuff like that, and you know, like they have you do. They uh, uh, Ace Combat Five had a couple missions where you would. Uh, the entire mission was you had to. Um, fly through this radar protected airspace and avoid all these bubbles on your map uh, and they just had they, you know the new one has this mission that's just like that right off the bat and you're just like oh they're just doing this again but then suddenly your plane just starts getting blown all over the fucking place and no one says you can't you have no radio contact so no one's mm-hmm. like communicating it to you just suddenly your plane's not behaving the right way and and, and uh, there's no on screen uh, 
in indicator of this. You just you just uh-huh. have to feel it. It just happens to you. Yeah, and you have to deal with it. So that that's it's that's pretty sweet. subverting my expectations. Uh, but then there's we all know that works out great. But then there's just this wild ass boss fight in in these what are those huge like spike mountains in like South or the Indonesia or South America? Just like search the, me. Just like the huge columns that come straight out of the ground you're just like fighting a dude in those and waving around him and there's lightning everywhere it's fucking great nice i'll stop talking about it got the resident evil 2 remake is good too oh yeah i heard good year for games so far yeah Yeah. things are looking good Uh, man how about that i the only thing i know about resident 2 is that it's good and um i guess they kind of lean into the 90s aspect like they kind of cheese it up a little bit like there's a silly song at the end that they made for it or something. Oh, nice. And also, the, is it? Did someone just totally make it up whole cloth, or is it sort of implied canonically that that uh, Chris wants Leon to fuck his sister? Is that a joke? That's I'm in not the there game? yet. Oh, okay, I'm not there yet. I don't know if someone just sort of that's funny made up that lore, or <laughs> if they sort of if he has lines that imply it. Uh, yeah, my favorite stuff about Resident Evil is like just playing the game. So I, I guess I don't know that lore bit, but I, I I'll find out. I'll get to the bottom of it for you. People really get into that into that lore. It's ridiculous. Wesker it's is in there. Oh, uh, Wesker's all over the fucking place. You can't keep that fucking. Is he down, in man. two or does he show up in three or something? Or is he in all of them? He's not in two. Okay. He's in one. Uh, I know he's in five. I think uh, he. I think he's. I think that, he might be in three. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We're, it's, it's been a while, so we'll, we'll fi- I'll find out if he's in two at least. They made um, those Resident Evil movies. That people like that seventh game, huh? Yeah, that's, that was one. sort of a return to roots. Yeah. Now all this is great, but really the real news is Mario Maker Two. That's what it's about. Ooh, I'm. I don't think I can buy a Switch because I can't justify it. But damn. That's that's huge news because I I mean I I got my money's worth out of Mario Maker one, and uh, just that but on the Switch is like a sale for me. If they fix so the, the I- online sharing and make it like easy to find levels and and fix all that stuff, I might have to I might buy a Switch. I don't know. People also really hate that uh really hate that Legend of Zelda remake, but I think it looks okay. Yeah yeah I don't know. I don't know anything about. I think the art about. style is cute. It looks like 3D dot game heroes. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it looks. The faces Which, are kind of weird. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure Switch will get a price drop, or you can get one used at some point, if you really want to play that Mario Maker too. <laughs> anyway, that sounds pretty. good. Yeah, I need to play Apex Apex Legends. Have you played that? Uh, no. Was that that the one you were tweeting about? Yes. And I was like, oh, this looks awful. And I was right, but apparently it's extremely fun. And now like, <laughs> now like 30 million people are playing it. Yeah, that's what I've heard from, from David is that uh, he thinks it's good. If I could play it so. with like without looking at it, kind of like I wanted to play Borderlands 2 without having to listen to it and also look mm. at it, the character design uh. just like actively makes me so incredibly angry. More than I would uh. even expect from myself. Uh, Man. God damn. Borderlands 2, Borderlands 2, I played that entire game just shooting the shit with people, so it makes it way more tolerable. Of course. Uh, uh, it's, it's also, man, such so fun. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I should just install Apex Legends, huh? Whatever the fuck it's called. 
That is what it's called. Everyone just calls yeah. it Apex, I think. Oh, but then again, like, do I need another PUBG in my life? Like, I mean, I've you were playing Ring of Elysium. PUBG. Yeah, like, fuck Ring of Elysium. Fuck Chinese PUBG. We already concluded that that shit's a, that shit's a PSYOP. Oh, but we're great. No, we're not. <laughs> Break out of... We're take so, the red so pill. Good. Break out. You t- no, son. I, got, I just got to keep going towards the W. No. I just got to keep going. The W is... Oh, the, d- oh, the light. It's the beautiful. The W is an illusion. <laughs> uh, I wonder if other people have... have concluded that i have no idea if it's true we, we found it was pretty uh, convincing reddit posts but there was no sort of like they, were, they didn't have any sort of traction uh hmm. being said there was like 20 or thirty thousand people playing it so no paper trail man Twenty thousand yeah, people it, playing it according to what china steam steam is a chinese um, psyop steam is <laughs> steam is owned by tencent oh my god you know when are we going to release our uh our, our web or what is it? What the fuck are they called? Video essay about how everything is is a Chinese psyop. Yeah, we well, need to games. we need to start with just start with uh, Ring of Elysium, and then we just conclude that like uh, just just like let's see what's the fabric of reality. Gabe, Gabe Newell is selling us out. He's selling out all the United States. He's actually committing treason. Yeah, you you like you have to conclude that like Tencent is actually the secret owner of like. J.P. Morgan and and Chase and Goldman Sachs. Can we tie Half Life Three into this though? Can we can we somehow uh, make that happen? Um, you think they canceled it because it was too powerful? You think China China ended <laughs> China ended the development of well, Half Life? Here's the thing: 3? is that if Half Life Three was released, it would break their stranglehold on the video game market. Half Life Three would have invented renewable energy that would have oh, put China shit. out of business. Oh, Welcome my to my TED Talk. There you go. We uh, solved it. No, it's probably way dumber than that. It's always yeah, way dumber just, than that. Yeah, it's just they want to sell us uh, MOBA games. Uh, Occam's Razor. More like Occam's Lame-er. Yeah, more like uh, Occam's Gazer. Got him. Fucking and, nice, dude. Uh, Fucking high five through the internet. Bam. Always, Always assume... That the easiest way out is to suck some dick. That's Occam's Gazer. You took the easy way out. And <laughs> the coward's way. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about the thing we watched. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, yeah, right. Topical. That's, uh, the other thing is, yep. It's not going up. Yeah, also, as, as, uh, as of this recording, I've not put up winter part three yet i've been quite busy it's all right uh so this maybe they'll go up at the same time as a sort of i'm sorry whoops whoopsies I to be fair sam forgot to upload his part of the podcast for like a week so that's true that's uh that's one of the three weeks it is late is responsible we talk about the super bowl on that one that one's gonna be embarrassing when i put that one out anyways eh. um <laughs> Yeah, we watched the hit 2019 film, uh, Alita Battle Angel. Uh-huh, sure did. I think. And uh, it was a little short, but damn, was it pretty. I can't believe they went all the way, the dedication to put it, make it in 480p. Well, uh, I mean, that's make... really what Rodriguez is about, is that authenticity. <laughs> it's all about, like, gritty realism and practical effects with that Rodriguez fella. Well, here's the thing is that uh, he actually shot the movie... Uh, here where i live 
um, and that's actually what the world looks like when you look outside. Is this these? He didn't actually have to build sets. It's all on location. It just looks like a JRPG. Yeah, yeah. Just looks like well, Final Fantasy VII. Well, it looks like the the uh, the instruction manual for Final Fantasy VII. Nice. Um. Yeah, we we watched the OVA from 1993 because we're not spending eleven dollars on movie tickets. What are you, you crazy? Take us for what are you dumb? What do you think I'm loaded? I owe the government a thousand dollars. Also, it's not even out yet. I think it comes out today, and it's Thursday. What's the matter with you? Um, Midnight release, my ass. Yeah this this movie came out in uh, in Europe in like nine in 2003, huh. and uh, it came out uh, here today. It's, I don't know. Why the large difference? So we just watched the old one because it's anime, and that's what this podcast is about, ostensibly. Um, yeah. Except we're actually a psyop. Well, of course, everyone already knows that. It's uh, yeah, ninety three, animated by Animate, which is a good name for a <laughs> studio known for Plastic Little, and uh, and Madhouse, of course. Um, it's based on a manga by Yukito. Kishiro. Uh, also, it's not called Battle Angel Alita. It's called uh, <laughs> hi, it's called Gundam, Gundam, or apparently Hyper Future Vision Gundam. Yes. There's no one named Alita in this. Correct. <laughs> in this property, she her real name's probably Alita, but I don't. That doesn't come until later, I assume. So that must I guess be that's why in, in the manga at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of weird to for to, for people to call it Alita because it's like a spoiler. But even besides being a spoiler, it's just something you don't find out until later. So it's just a weird. It, there is there. I mean, they have Japanese names far more appropriate. It's just it's just confusing. It's a little bit confusing. It's a weird one. Thanks, thanks, uh, uh, Viz Media. That, the reason it, I think it w- did come out here under a different name when it was under another. ADV did a dub, and then Viz did their own dub. Um, oh. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at all these titles in Spanish. Alita Angel de Combate. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Alita, comma, Angel de Combat. Mm. Um, Battle Angel Alita, Gun Dream Gunnam. <laughs> uh, Just Gunnam, Hyper Future Vision Gunnam. Gunnam uh, is, is two N's and an M. Oh yeah, it is. Gun. Oh yeah, it is. Gun. Um, Chibulobrikia, I think is how that's pronounced, Russian. And then Kanji Kanji Gunnam. I can't read those. Also I, Japanese. Give it to me. Give it to me. I got it. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you you can also use Google okay, Translate, let's, let's I see, suppose. But uh, here, yeah, it's uh, these two. I be- okay, of course. That is uh, Wind Song Spirit Lifting. Gunnam. Okay, it is only two kanji, so I'm not sure how you got the... Uh... Those there, the kanji are complicated. I wouldn't expect a gaijin like you to understand. Oh, well, it's weird that Google Translate has them as Gun Dream, which is the other <laughs> title of course, that I mentioned before. Of course, of course they before. would. Yeah, using pleeble. Oh, yeah, it's too too literal, huh? Enjoy your psyop. Yeah, I fucked up. Ah, another one, another psyop. <laughs> Get around every corner. Every time, I just, like, it's like three dozen a day at this point. Every day, I, I open a bottle of water, PSYOP, I put my address into the, into the pop-ups on the, on the websites where I, where I look up the titles of doujins of screenshots I see on Twitter. Uh, hey it's man, just a mess. 
Now, okay, so the name of this is ridiculous. Gunnam. Gunnam. Gunnam, which, you know, in Japanese makes sense. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just... This this whole two-episode OVA thing... Two 30-minute OVAs. Two 30-minute OVAs. Um, I, I mean, well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but I feel like it's just cheated in a way. <laughs> I feel a little bit cheated. Oh, you do? Yeah. But I we'll thought talk, this we'll, was... I thought this was going to be like, I was expecting one of those just like kind of shitty, just like, uh, just like grimy, gritty, badly animated early nineties OVAs. Sure. Like fucking, I don't even know. Most of those that we see are actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, any of the other, any of the really bad ones will fall through the cracks and like, there's no way we'll ever find them. Just like, I thought it was just going to be, you know, the bad parts of, um, cyber cop. Is that what it was called? Cybercop? What was, yeah. What was the what was the anti-Semitic Cy- one? Uh not Cybercop. That's a that's an Angel Cop. Yes. Another angel. Um uh, here's the thing that? is that is that I don't think it's bad. The problem is that it's too good. That's the problem. Yeah. It ends up uh, being so good that when it's over, I'm like, well, god damn it. Like they didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's an OVA. It's basically an advertisement for the manga. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what why why it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it's uh, we'll get started sure. summarizing here, I suppose. Um, I did start watching this, and uh, Plex, my streaming application, recognized this show as the American Future: colon, A History by Simon Shama. Oh, you watched I that, that one too. That was funny. I uh, I just I don't know how it got that title out of Gunnam. Uh, but uh, was your frame rate a little weird in the one you watched? Yeah, pan, I think it's the just pans the animation. Were re- yeah. The pans were all real bad. I don't know what was up with the pans. I I mean, uh, they must have just done them at the wrong frame rate or something. Like yeah, it looked fucked up. I don't know. It was j- really jumpy. Yeah, but like um, when the actual character movement's fine, you know, like any of the close-up stuff's fine. It's just the large pans are oh, yeah. slow. They're like jack- juddery. Very jumpy. Um, I haven't really looked up the full cast of the new movie, so uh, as we go through this, I would like to look up who is playing these characters because they're. it's probably pretty funny. I know that J.K. Simmons is uh, the do- is uh, Ido, the guy. I don't believe that's the case. Wait, who the fuck is it? It's uh, um, uh, oh, it's Christoph Waltz, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah. close enough. I think it's they're a lot of them pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, it was him, and I. If uh, I'm not gonna look at it, but uh, I'm hoping Vector is is Samuel L. Jackson. It's, it has uh, to be right. Would you want to know who it was? <laughs> we'll get to him. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this guy Ido, very long-faced. A lot of very cartoonish character design in here. It's like uh, it has some of those like weird long heads, long yeah. nose people that you see sometimes. It's almost like um, the tri gun dude, uh, like you know. That yeah, kind of, that tall even hair more, with long face. Yeah, even a little bit more exaggerated uh, than that. Uh, and he's he's collecting uh, junk, and he finds a sex doll, and he is psyched about it. He fucking loves it. Um. And uh, she's she's got a human brain, so he he fixes her up, and we get like a little RoboCop eye-opening vision, uh, and uh, and the, yeah, he he kind of brings her back, and uh, this the setting here is is like 
you know, it's like cyberpunk, dystopia, Blade Runner. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, menacing synths over panning mm-hmm. shots of landscapes. Right. Uh, music's all right. Um, the, the the battle themes are very much of that era, like uh, I would call it like future tribal music, where they yeah. got, you know those future drums going. Do, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, kind of the, the the Law and Order gavel playing mm-hmm. as they fight. Um, and he turns her into a real pretty lady. Uh, she's so cute. She's so fuck. Well, she's so fucking cute. Um, like. It's insane. Everyone was looking. Everyone saw the trailer for this Cameron movie, and they were all like, "Oh, they made her too cutesy. Her eyes are too big. This is she's ridiculous." Horrible. You know, they were holding back as hard as they could. She, they, she's they like were raining a, it in. She's like a Dragon Ball girl. You know, like the Dragon Ball girls are so cute. Yeah, she's cuter than that. She's fucking. Yeah, she's, she's adorable. The, such an adorable little nose and her hair. Is cute. <laughs> she's always got those scratches on her cheeks. Yeah, she's the best. Um, and it, yeah, we really, really like skip right quick to her being all fixed up and just kind of being a girl with robot mm-hmm. limbs. And her name's Galley. Not Alita. Not Alita. Well, I mean it probably is Alita, but it, but right now her name's Galley. Which is his name she who decides that? Is it him or her? It was the the doc, I think. Okay. Um and she's living with him now and uh and uh they have this young mechanic boy, Hugo, uh who fixes up their antenna or something for him. This, in this scene here, he says he has to do 30 houses in one day, which is too many. Damn, son. Uh, that's a lot of houses. But uh, we get more sort of shots of this, like, you know, setting establishment shots. And it's it's pretty all right, but it's not very, it's not super animated. It's kind of pa- static uh, yeah, pans over people they're the, standing. They're not the most distinct either. Like, it's it's a bunch of tubes. Very Lots of very, uh, like tube heavy in the city lots of pipes yeah kind of gritty gritty and tubes yeah um so uh galley one day uh here heads out with yugo to a place that he knows uh and meanwhile there's this intense looking lady outside of uh, ito's place mm-hmm. and um while galley and yugo hang out they he tells her about uh, the floating city uh, it's this huge metal uh sort of uh, funnel-shaped thing uh, yeah. over their city that's a fancy land for richy rich folk. That's Very the mysterious. Place you, be. You, you know, the, you know the, the sci-fi trope. It's Elysium, you know it. baby. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's very mysterious, but everyone assumes it's a very nice place because you need a lot of money to get there. And Hugo wants to go there. Uh, his brother apparently built an airship to get there, um, which is... A very JRPG thing, like it's yeah, cyberpunk, yeah. but also it's just like sort of a JRPG. Like everyone dresses like a fantasy game. Like everyone's got like like baggy shoes, baggy mm-hmm. boots, and like lots uh, of lots of tunics, lots of tunics, and tunics. Uh, yeah, tunic. Mm-hmm. tunic. I don't know if anyone's wearing a tunic in this, but uh, no. If you go to like the, the background characters, they are. Hmm. Okay. Um. And uh, and then Ito talks to the lady who is Chiren, and uh, they know each other somehow. They they're kind of hinting at this past they have, and uh, and she wants to get back to uh, to Salem Z- because apparently she's been there before. Apparently they both have. Um, 
And uh, we also keep getting this sort of subplot of uh, Galley keeps seeing Ito go out at night in like a trench coat and with like mm-hmm. a suitcase. And uh, there's, yeah, there's one scene, she sees him go out again. And I've written, goddamn, she's so fucking cute. Fuck. <laughs> so I guess there was something going on there. Um, and then, yeah, Ito. Uh, oh, we also get, as uh, Ito's walking through town, we see on TV, everyone's watching this fight. And the big fighter everyone uh, everyone's impressed by, the new champ, is, is uh, Zariki, who uh, won... Uh, because the original champion Grusica disappeared. Mm-hmm. This is some crazy, some wild names. But Grusica's gone. Zariki is the new hotness. Um, and then we uh, we see uh, a fight scene uh, where we learn Ito is like moonlighting as some kind of Helsing hammer vigilante guy. He's a bad motherfucker. This he, hammer. Yeah. This is a rocket hammer. Like it's it's awesome. It, he, yeah, he does have a crazy ass fucking rocket hammer, and he's fighting these like this like really lanky cyborg guy with like the the who's the Street Fighter guy with the is it Guile? You know the hair where every yeah, yeah. strand is the same length, and it's yes, the, every the, one is ninety degrees straight up. You know the Japanese interpretation of the flat the flat top, aka Slim Jim hair. Okay, gotcha. It's like the military hair, but like eight times yeah. as long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and uh yeah he's like wearing a suit and like a you know like a, a hat uh and he has his hammer and he's saving young girls at first they play it like oh is is ito actually stealing people's you know spines and brains and stuff because we were told that that happens because you can't replicate them apparently you can make the limbs and you can have all this cybernetic stuff but the brain and the spines are they're uh, mm-hmm. trafficked because they're worth a lot i guess but yeah ito is uh is saving girls from uh, having their brains eaten by these other jrpg villains yep and um he doesn't trouble so galley who i guess who it turns out has been following him jumps in and and straight up decaps the dude turns out she's very strong she's fucking flipping all over the joint like she's mm-hmm. so crazy agile I, battle I, angel yeah i really like her her fighting style because it's like very acrobatic and, and she's doing some some of the craziest damn moves. Like at one point, hmm. uh, when she's fighting the huge dude, she slides underneath him and then uses the force of her arms to kick up through his shoulder and destroy the shoulder. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. She's crazy strong. Also, the 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 big guy you just mentioned turns out is Krusika. That's where he's been. Yep. Um, adds, what I didn't get is that Ido acted surprised, like he didn't build her to be that strong or i guess it's or no her it's because he's surprised that her brain knows the combat moves right i guess the strength mm-hmm. was known but he didn't know that she could be good at fight yes so that makes sense i guess um so uh Ito's doing this to collect bounties because that's how laws are infor- enforced is criminals have bounties on them and you catch them and turn them in Cops to, this, are going. Uh, to this silly uh, kind of robot secretary guy and um and then Galley decides uh, she wants to be a cop, or uh, or what do they call them? Hunters, soup something hunters. Uh huh. Not monster hunters. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and Ito is well, like hunter it. warriors. Hunter, yes. What is it? Or warrior name? hunter or something. Um, and he doesn't like it. He says all you have to do is be beautiful. So it's like, uh-huh. yeah, we know why he's keeping her around the first scene he was like he was with the other guy rebuilding her and he's just like yeah i'll uh i'll keep her 
And I was just like, hmm. yeah, I know you will. You fucking, you dirty old man. Someone Disgusting told me like, yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep this teenage girl torso with me. I'm, I'll be, I would assume some things, you know? Um, but yeah, she wants to hunt. And, uh, then we learned some more about, uh, Chiren. She's, she's fucking this black man to get to Salem. Mm-hmm. And after she's done getting fugged, she runs into Grusica. And, uh, and it turns out they know each other. And, uh, and he asks her to fix him up. And then next we see uh, Gally. She gets registered as a hunter. And, um, and then uh, we learn that Hugo, the nice... Uh, the nice mechanic boy is collecting spines also to get to Salem. Everyone's trying to get uh, to Salem. If it's overhead, you, it would be on your mind a lot. You know, I think I'm pretty sure most people would consider it. You know, your life sucks down here. Would you steal hundreds of spines (laughs) right Um, out of people? I mean, you could do that now. Like you could, look, if you wanted to make a lot of, you could find, like you could download Tor, you could find some people who need some vertebrae, or who or who are just like rich and like really have a weird fetish and just like want to like put a human spine in their butt or something. Uh, we're we're gonna uh, go on a side note really quick. Yeah, uh, to, that's fine. on this on this podcast to talk about another podcast that I listen to. Oh no, uh, I don't like talking about other um, podcasts. So it's like a bunch of like fifty year old dudes who uh-huh. are like the most lame people ever. Is it one of those serial killer podcasts? No, no, no. Oh. Um, it's they literally just talk about whatever and oh. uh the one of them is a like the most straight edge like normy norm dude ever like he consi- he at one point postulated the idea that people who need salt and pepper as seasonings uh are like drug addicts of some kind because they need the rush of like seasonings rather than <laughs> I enjoying mean, there are some people who are like that but most of the time it is kind of just there to add add flavor i mean one time very, I saw I saw you dump pepper on like a plate of fries for like 30 seconds and I can't imagine that that's not some sort of of sexual thing. <laughs> I can't imagine any other reason why you would do that. I get I mean, did all those fries go in my mouth? You don't you don't know that. I mean, I don't remember. It was many years ago. <laughs> I just um, remember the image of me being like, "Dude, what are you okay?" and you're just like, "What?" I'm not done yet. It's like an I'm absurd amount okay. of pepper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be really, really okay. <laughs> I'm about uh, to be the most okay. Look away for a second. I'm going to unzip my pants. So, so uh, at one point, one of them brought up the uh, the deep web or the dark net or whatever Uh-oh. way you want to talk about it. Is that like and, 4chan? Um, no, it was, he's like, man, I wish... Like The dude was like, man, I wish I had access to that. And the other guys are like, what the fuck could you possibly want to use it for? And he's like, yeah. I want to look at Darknet eBay. I want, I want to I want to have... I want to be able to buy illicit comics off the internet. Like he, he, like, he, he, he didn't realize... In his mind, it was just another internet where more transactions happened. And rather than a place where you get things you can't get on the surface net. It was like he didn't understand the idea of it being specifically. He just off. thought it was like a weird exclusive sort of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he probably heard the statistic of like you know ninety five percent of the web's content isn't on the surface web, which is something that people like say to mislead you into thinking that that's all like uh, tour stuff when it's yeah, actually yeah. just when like it's private just servers, banking and, transactions and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just everything that's not on an HTTP server. Um, uh, he's he's great. I I, I mm-hmm. fucking love this dude. 
um, because like he didn't have a dad when he was growing up. Uh, like his dad, his dad left or whatever, or was like just terrible. So he decided uh, when, when he had kids, he was going to model his parenting style after like 70s sitcoms. So that's like he's bad. trying to. That's a pretty, I, you could do worse than that. Sure. Yeah. No, no, I love him. He's great. He's, he's so fucking, so fucking weird. Like genuine, like one of the genuinely bizarre people I've ever <laughs> come across in my entire life where like. That his morality is formulated by seventy sitcoms. It's weird that he would stop at seventies. It's like, well, I guess if he was that age, like maybe he was watching them. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just go back to like, uh, uh, uh what's the, leave it to, what's the fifties? I don't know. Uh, Andy Griffith sitcoms. What was that? Andy Griffith. Sure. Or yeah. uh, is Le- is Leave It to Beaverus? Was that a sitcom? That's probably yeah. I think was that a, a guy? Was that a kid with a dad? Oh, Remember that was yeah, his, his neighbor or something. I I, I fucking I mean. Oh yeah, that looks like a nice wholesome. There you go. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know. The, just the dark debt made me think about that because like mm-hmm. I I already love this dude, but but everything he says just makes me love him more. <laughs> he's um he's he's like uh um i i don't know he, he's definitely like on the spectrum somewhere uh but but yeah, who I, isn't these days of, of course but like in the strangest most entertaining way yeah i mean you I can love, go uh, to darknet ebay but there ain't, there ain't no comics there my man uh, uh just just a bunch of uh, experimental research chemicals he's obsessed with tom brady and like it, at times he'll he'll have his uh, he'll he'll do like bumpers right. That's oh this is this is this is all dad stuff. Like Tom Brady makes out with his son and he's like ooh Tom Brady. Uh, just... it, it, he he does bumpers and he'll he'll make his daughters record them with them and they hate it. And uh, it, 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 like he'll <laughs> basically every time reference Tom Brady and they're so sick of it. And it's just <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> uh, a bit. Uh, anyways, yeah. Love, love that dude. Uh, shout, shout out to Tell Him Steve, Dave. Shout out to Walt. You'll never hear this. I love you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. What was going on in Alita? Uh, yes. Our, our, our you little go. boy was stealing spines. He's up to that. Yeah. And um, and uh, so that happens. Grusica comes back to Alita, or I'm, I mean Galley. Uh, all angry this time, but he's got enhancements by Chirin, and including a uh, crazy like uh, whip arm. He's uh, got the he's got the eighties OVA hand. Yeah, yeah. And my next note is, oh my god, that dog! Jesus Christ, oh, no. man. Yeah, not good. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's you, you gotta have a you gotta make Allie angry. It's a decent moment, but man, it was it was really fucked up what happened to that dog. I didn't realize it was going to be that. You see, you see organs like it's, it's an OVA rough. from the nineties. Like yeah. yeah, you know you're gonna see you're gonna but see they, it. They 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 don't just like you don't just see them in a pile. They like squirt out the sides. Yeah, like, like intestines are forced out. It wasn't it's like a, insanely detailed like Angel Cop where they no. see the lady's brains and teeth and skull and everything. Um, but like yeah, they they don't. Uh, they the, this dog is not full of jelly like a lot of you know. Uh, props it's, it's there's a there's a bunch of stuff in that in that little guy poor dog um poor dog and yeah she gets mad at that and um 
and she puts his blood on her cheeks like battle makeup, like an Indian, like a sun, the football words. Oh, yeah. Um, Eye black. Yeah. And uh, they move to the junkyard to have their, uh, to have their fight. And uh, meanwhile, this crazy green and purple round hat samurai guy is, uh, has been hanging out, kind of watching her in, from the shadows. Um, and I was watching this, and uh, I was thinking, I could, I could see how someone could really see potential in a big-budget live-action Hollywood adaptation of this. You know, because before I was kind of confused, like, why this? But I was watching this, and I was just, I was thinking about how I would direct it and how, I, how these things would go, you know, with, without the sort of slightly awkward, you know, not 80s, 90s, weird pacing and kind of off execution mm-hmm. of anime. And I thought it could work pretty well. That dog flying apart, you know, they could make that a, a good, tasteful moment. Maybe you don't have to show the whole the whole thing again, but, well, you know. Maybe you could do it in, like, a shadow on a wall, perhaps. Or, uh, you know, you could, like, slowly see this, like, the seams you know, in the dog, and as, right as you realize that, you see, like, Galley's face, and then there's sort of this red cloud that explodes in front, but it's in the front, and it's foreground, it's out of focus, but you know what's happening, and you just watch her reaction. Very, very, ser- very serious, uh, good moment. It's about um, family. It is about family. Um, yeah, now I kind of want to see that movie, actually, and see how it matches up to the vision I have in my mind of what I would do with this. Um, the dog, the, so the dog is the key to all this because it's a funnier character than we've had in the <laughs> franchise before. Yeah, of course, but the, there's a lot of there's a lot of moments even in just this one hour. Like it's pretty dense, and there's a lot of th- there's a lot of things you can do. I have to there's imagine so much so much going on. I have to imagine the. I didn't even mean to say the dense thing <laughs> to meant to reference the Star Wars. I just literally was thinking that. Anyways. Uh, I have to imagine the movie just actually begins and ends and has the same plot as this OVA because it seems like such a natural place to end it. Maybe they go a no, little farther. No, they're going to... I've seen tra- like trailers. They, they go to the... She fights in the fight dome. She goes to the... Oh, okay. I mean, the movie's two hours long, so they can, you know, they can go a little... Okay, so, yeah, they probably did. Hmm, I wonder... Yeah, maybe they combined the ending of this with that and switched things around. How bad could it be? I'd be interested, yeah. I mean, people aren't saying it's terrible. It's just that it's kind of... Run of the mill. Yeah, not great. Um, And she fights the guy, uh, beats him. It's a good fight. Yeah. He he goes after her with the crazy hand. Uh, She's pretty overpowered, so, like, it's not... To, there's never a point, you know, you never feel a serious threat from this dude. Yeah, it's not like she has to outwit him. She's just kind of yeah. stronger. She has to dodge his things, and it's not crazy well animated, but you get the point. She's very cute, yeah. so that's what's important. Yeah. And I like the part where, where she punches his hand and it explodes. That's good. Oh, yeah. it's uh, At some point, she just gets like a kamehameha. She just, her hand starts getting all lightning fire. He goes to, he goes up to the, she, she's like silhouetted against the moon, and then comes down with a huge punch. Like, that's, you gotta love that. Hell yeah. She does um, sabotage his arm in some way that it, like, explodes. I'm not really... She says she did something that would make it do that. I don't know what. Man, man, how jaded are we to where this isn't great animation? I just rewatched the sequence where she comes down with the punch, and, like, there, there's some crazy-ass camera moves going on in this. Yeah, oh, and I mean, it's... I've just been watching the, um, the Love is War 
ending you know five or six times a day and now everything everything with fewer frames than that is just kind of like man whatever she's not you know dabbing so i don't really care about any of this stuff now that we're done with episode one let's go through i want to go through the cast i want to see what's going on in this sure in this cameron movie hold on let me drink this vodka sure let me go take a piss really quick oh okay oh all right whoa boom so who's who's in this movie we got um, Mahershala Ali. Uh, Alita is Rosa Salazar. Yeah, she's ooh, she's not very cute. What? Uh, Hold on, let me let me look, get take She's it not. She doesn't have. She's not anime. I don't like it. Aww. I don't like her face. I think she. I think she's pretty. She's also thirty three, which is crazy. If I had to pin her, I would say like early twenties, maybe late twenties, but like. Hmm. Um, Ido is Christ- Christoph Waltz. We established that. Jiren, Jennifer Connelly. That's a name that sounds familiar, but I don't know who the fuck that. I don't know. I don't even recognize her. I I don't think she's uh, supposed to be that big of a deal or anything. Boring lady. Yeah, Gen- Jennifer Con- Jennifer who? Connelly. Jennifer who? Con- Connelly. Ah uh, no. Connelly. You mean that girl? You mean that woman that's in Dark City? She's in Requiem for a Dream. Beautiful Mind? Dark, dark City? Is she in... I don't know. <laughs> dark Water? Oh, you know what uh, You know what she's... You know what movies... Oh, she is in Dark City. Blood Diamond. There you go. In America, it's Bling Bling, bling but bang. here, it's yeah, Bling no, Bang. It's, uh-huh. Oh, Dark City has a cool... Look, that looks very late 90s, dark. Uh, have, you not se- have you not seen Dark City? I haven't seen any movies. You know this. Um, I, I thought we watched it. I have not seen. I, th- I could have sworn we watched that movie at some point. Uh, not with me. Oh fuck! You should. You should definitely watch Dark City. I'll put it on the list. I have not seen That's The cool. Godfather. Oh my god! I've not seen Apocalypse Now. Uh, I've not seen uh, anything. If you had to watch one movie right now, I would have you to watch Apocalypse Now. But you are you already played. I mean, you already know Heart of Darkness. Yeah. And you've already played Spec Ops the Line, so like And I know. watched um Boat City. You remember Water the World? No, the anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um You remember the uh, uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I can get it. I can get it. It's it's like yeah, there's an Ia at the end. It's it's like a Gargantia. Gargantia, yes. Gargantia on the virtuous planet. That was Heart of Darkness. Not, that was like not. kind of well the ending you know the the last third of the show most of it was just like world building city fun city fun times with it was, sexy it was, bitches yeah it was uh less it was it was a uh, less stressful more fun uh heart heart of darkness with uh <laughs> with character designs by a porn man <laughs> oh boy but those character designs were winners man i'm not a huge fan of it just because i don't like uh he like draws them with sort of the the blush the blush on the knees well, it's more stuff. like the shape of the legs had they have like the big uh puffy kneecaps and they they sort of don't have a lot of curvature to them they're like has like slightly dumpy bodies and i get the appeal i'm just not 100 percent into it uh, um, you should still watch. I mean, obviously, you should watch Apocalypse Now. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's more about the performance and the act, the acting, the cinematography, right? 
Maybe. That's probably the most aesthetically imp- like complete film I've ever seen. Okay. I, yeah, I figured. It is a, a holistic masterpiece of of tone. Uh, uh, truly what every fi- film should aspire to be. About as perfect as a movie could ever get. Sounds all right. Yeah, people like it. Uh, so, anyways, it's not gonna uh, yeah. Also, stink also watch Dark because I'm watching it in 2019. Like I watched no, the Matrix fuck. in 2014. F- fuck off. And I Matrix was like, is still so good. Oh, I don't know, man. I didn't like the Matrix. When I saw it. It's. it's I, I. I think uh, the Matrix really is like the reason it's good is because all of the stuff of them being like alien space marines is awesome. I think all the stuff on, on the ship is really good. Marines. Well, the, the, because you know how they they spend a lot of time on the the Nebuchadnezzar, their ship. Yeah. And like I I think all that stuff is like super desperate, and and they're like the situation that they're in there is so terrible, and 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 it kind of like validates why they would make themselves so ridiculously cool in quotes <laughs> in the other world. Like, because if you if you're living like this, you're living off of mush, right? And you go to another world, you're going to make yourself the quote-unquote baddest motherfucker you possibly can. And to these people, the baddest motherfucker ever is wearing glasses and trench coats. And it's awesome. <laughs> they get to be whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Just the dialogue I, was kind of boring. Uh, I don't like action like that either. It's not, it's not gritty enough for me. I don't like choreographed action. To, to, to wire foo for you? Not a yeah. big fan of wire I mean, that's kind of all of it you know it's not like too wire foo it's like pure yeah. i respect the dedication to wire foo and i, I mean, understand I know, that it's a style I know wire foo. yeah but i'm just like i don't know I, I i i understand i disagree <laughs> i would like to see it as, with as it was intended with will smith and sean connery because maybe then that sounds yikes i don't know man that sounds pretty rad <laughs> oh you're gonna you're gonna take that away from my mayor Larry Fishburne. He just he ta- you know he has a normal voice. Sean Connery has has the accent, and I think that would be funner to hear him talk about fucking you know uh, crazy LSD nightmare. We're living in a simulation stuff. Pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome, the, the, dude. When he gets shit out of the machine, it's like they're, they're, all the people in the pods. That oh, man, it's just the most fucked up nightmare world ever. It's a Geigerian, Geigerian nightmare. Yeah, maybe. Uh, any, anyways, uh, 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 Larry Fishburne also in Apocalypse Now when he was 14. Damn. Yep. Oh. It's great. Dark City directed by Alex Proyas, known for Gods of Egypt. Ooh. Nice. Oh, and Knowing? Holy shit. This guy's a Ooh. master of amazing garbage. Uh, but, but Dark City's so good, though. I believe you. No, that's fine. I'm just saying, uh, damn, this guy's had a rough past 10 years. iRobot, I actually, I watched iRobot probably dozens of times. It's probably bad, but I have fond memories. I liked it. It was just always on uh, HBO or something, um, FX, I don't know. No, it was probably HBO. You know what I just watched? Talk about movies we've seen dozens of times. I watched Tokyo Drift again. Oh, again, huh? Uh-huh. You're, you know, that must be a bi-yearly thing for you or something. Golly, it sure feels like it. Um, I've I've probably spent more time watching Tokyo Drift this year than I have talking to my mom on the phone. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I mean, uh, sure. But man, um, 
Like it's, I know every single beat in the movie, cool. so it's like, I might as well, when I'm watching it, I might as well be like, no, I, I could probably repeat it line for line at this point. Oh. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. What a, what, a, what a tragedy. I mean, it's pretty good. It's, but it's oh, like, sorry. it's, I appreciate it because of the era and how well it embodies it. But uh, I don't even remember really the plot of that. Like he goes, he does something bad. He has to get sent to Japan. He, yes. he gets involved with the drifting gang. He meets little Romeo or Bow Wow or I think that's Romeo. Little Romeo or no, he's just Romeo, isn't he? Uh, no, it is Bow Wow. It is, it is Bow, Bow Wow. Isn't it? Okay. It is. It is Mr. Bow Wow. He's no longer Lil Bow Wow. Okay, that's good. Um, happy for him. He had his bar mitzvah. Um, and then he has to, you know, there's gang guys, but I don't remember. There's probably a lady. I don't know what he has to do. She's got a Pentagon face. (laughs) Yo, that girl got that Pentagon face. It's like, you want to set her up. Like you go to a dirt field, put her down and then you want to hit home runs over top of her face. Cause the bitch looks like a home plate. That girl. She just looks like. Wait, Pentagon or Pentagram? Pentagon. Oh, I thought you. I thought for some reason I thought you said pentagram. That'd yeah, she's unholy. She's got an unholy face. That girl got a penitentiary body, and she got oh. a pentagram face. <laughs> um. Oh Lord. Um. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who else is in this fucking movie? Let's go through this real quick, because I'm curious. Um. Okay. Jennifer Connelly. Man. And then Marshashala Ali. Ma- Mahershala Ali. Is that Muhammad Ali's son? Are they related? Not because they have the same name, but because they're black. <laughs> no, but they, he, he does know the Jeffersons, so. Okay. This man's done a lot of things. Wow. Apparently, Ed- Edward Dorton plays the same character? What? Moonlight as Juan. Edward Norton plays... Who and what? Plays the same character as Mahershala Ali. In what? Uncredited in this movie. Uh, there must be a twist thing. Oh, weird. Um, Ed Screen is some guy named Z- Zapin, Zapan. I don't even know who that is. He wasn't in this one. Oh, maybe he was. Oh, yeah, he was. He's the guy who... Uh, spoilers. He's the guy who uh, catches... Yugo trying to mm. trying to get them spines. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley, yes, is in this movie. He is Groishka. That's good casting. I assume he's uh, Russian in this one. Uh, That's good casting. Good casting. He, he's. He, I mean, I guess they use CGI to make him huge. Yeah, because he's a little. His face skinny. is good. Sure. Yeah, he's a brutish-looking wow. fellow. He uh he played uh Rorschach and oh it's uh, him right 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 yeah and he also plays uh, Freddy in the remake of, of gotcha. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street okay uh, Kane Johnson is Hugo Hugo not Hugo Hugo yep teen heartthrob okay sure he's probably like twenty nine <laughs> uh this is all leading up oh ninety six he's younger than me look at that. It's leading up to somebody in very important. Jorge Lendenborg Jr. That's the one. Kanji. I don't know who that is. Koyomi. Idara Victor's. McTeague. That's a good name. Aza Gonzalez. Romo. Kinuba. Claymore. I don't know how. I... How are you going to skip over my girl, Michelle? 
I didn't skip over anyone. What are you looking at? Oh, well, I'm looking at the Wikipedia list. Oh. Are you looking on IMDb? I'm on IMDb. Okay. Uh, okay, this movie's got Michelle Rodriguez in it. Um, oh, Michelle that, that, must be a, dro- that must be a spoiler, because she's not in the IMDb. Michelle Rodriguez dropped one of the best quotes of the entire year. Period. <laughs> Full stop. I, I mean, one of the real one of the realest I've ever heard in my entire life. I gotta say it word for word because it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'm I gotta, sure I gotta find that. I gotta find that too. Um, there was more to it, not than than just the like the one in the headline. Um, uh, of course, yeah, of course, because she's not gonna do that without throwing caveats out there. Like, come on. But then they're, they're going to take it out of context because you, you can't get away with anything. The, here's the direct quote. Hmm. Dude, have you, seen wind, uh, have you seen Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, well, the, well the, the reason she was saying that is, is she was like, he can't be racist. His tongue was so far. She's like, dude. <laughs> okay. You can't call him ra- you can't call him a racist ever. Racists don't make out with the race that they hate, especially in the way he especially in the way he does with his tongue, so deep down her throat. <laughs> the way he does with his tongue. He says that she has to say it twice. Like, first of all, <laughs> that is so not true. <laughs> uh, I uh, here, racists definitely have black lady fetishes. They definitely are, are into those uh, those Jewish big titties, okay? I I don't think Liam Neeson is a racist, but this is so amazing. It's, okay, like, so the quote is, it's all fucking bullshit. Liam Neeson is not a racist. Dude, have you seen Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat. The context of this is that Liam Neeson was like, yeah, I used to be racist. <laughs> and that's her saying, like... I don't even know why she's. Well, like, cur- no. I think I think it's because I think it's because he's not a currently a racist. I think. Yeah, he, the, but I don't know. The whole point is that he got over it. Right. I don't know what she's responding to though. It, it's. I don't I, know. If there are people who want him, there's the the silent, you know, the, the vocal minority who wants him taken out of stuff because. Well, yeah, but they don't think that he's still racist. They just think he should be gone because he's now, you know, tainted by being associated with. Because he wanted to beat black men with a shillelagh or whatever weird Irish thing he had walking around town. Uh, but, uh, damn, Rodriguez is exactly how you expect. Every girl who looks like this is just uh, is just like that. Just one of the fellas <laughs> saying, uh, dude. I, I, I love her. I love her so much <laughs> she, for this quote. She's funny. It's the, one of the best quotes. It's, how are you he, not going to love her? He says, she says the word tongue twice yeah. <laughs> in, this, in this one paragraph. Uh, racists don't make out with the race that they hate. It's for a movie. It's not like someone just caught him making out with this black lady and was filming He's it. He's like, oh shit, no. Especially in the way he does with his tongue. His, her tongue was so, <laughs> so deep down her pipe. It probably <laughs> sounds normal when you hear her say it, but it's the kind of thing that journalists do on purpose where they just write it down with no like mention of like how she's laughing or the pauses or anything so it just makes it sound like she's a crazy person just spewing it see just you like, should have seen the tongue the tongue <laughs> um gotta love her i mean, I mean come on oh uh, it's 
It's so fucking good. Shout out, shout out to SA, San Antonio native. You know what it is? It's all bullshit. Ignore it. He's not a racist. He's a loving man. It's all lies. The uh, lies are, by the way, from him. <laughs> uh, now there's, and then here there's a screenshot of Liam Neeson doing the, the thing that she... You know, it's confirmed. It is true. He is putting his tongue uh, pretty in there. He does look like he could be a little disgusted, though, but she is kind of fat. I don't know. Might not be because she's black. Might just be because she's kind of looks like... Oh, the, Michelle the, Rodriguez single and bi? Oh, my God. My yeah. true calling. She just looks... She looks <laughs> dirty. Like her, she quotes just, are, her quotes are so good. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, are there more? Does she, have, does she have a wiki quote? This is a different one. This is her talking to the Latina magazine. Is it about the same um, thing? I'm I'm getting older. Eventually, it's going to wrinkle up, and I'm not going to be able to use it. I wanted to be honest about who I am and see what happens. She's talking about a pussy. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I don't know. Wait, how do you know that's what she was talking about? Because uh, this is in reference to uh, her talking about how she's bi. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Oh, she's great. Look at that. Oh, see this rap sheet? She dated Vin Diesel. She just Zac looks Efron. like she doesn't shower. I don't... What? She just looks smelly. I don't know. Aw. Everything... Think... Something something deeply biological in me when I see Michelle Rodriguez where I'm just like, mm, oh, that's, that's some... That's... Something's wrong. Don't... I think she's beautiful. She's a pretty lady. I don't. It's it's if she something. Keeps, if she keeps hitting these quotes, like, come on. <laughs> How old is she? I'm gonna say thirty nine. Uh, she's forty. She's forty. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. nice. Um, Michelle, Michelle, you're you're a real one for that. Call me girl. Uh, I know you live in SA still. Let me prove I'm not racist. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. There you go. I'm Anyways, into, I'm into the Latinks. Um, Alita Battle Angel, huh? Galley Battle Girl, Battle Robot Cyborg. Fighting Lady. Fighting, uh, Fighting Gal. Introducing Fighting Gal. It's just like in the 90s when they didn't know how to title things. As if they still do. Uh, okay, what's going on? Oh, episode two. We finally made it. Uh, wait, who does Michelle Rodriguez play? Uh, uh, the character we didn't meet. Oh, okay. Um, Vector is the big uh, black pink suit wearing spine stealing boss who's also the boss of uh, the fighting of the Zakiri? Zariki? Zariki? And he kills people. Yugo's been stealing spines from people without killing them somehow. I don't know. And, uh, and Vector's like, yo, fuck that. And just, uh, Ice is a dude right in front of Yugo. No trail, no evidence, no witnesses. Um, so Yugo's working for Vector to get to Zalem. Uh, and they're talking in, in Vector's office, and, uh, and Vector gives him some booze and tells him, uh, um, about getting to Z- Zalem, Zalem, and uh, then um, uh, Galley is sitting around a fire with some old guys. That wasn't really explained. I don't know what was going on there, but Hugo gets dropped off by helicopter and he's wasted, 
and Vector. Weirdly, you'd think Vector would be more shadowy, but he's re- weirdly okay with just sort of being out in the open, and he and Gally just sort of talk briefly, like almost as if they know each other. They don't really introduce... Maybe she's met him before, and she knows that he's the guy Hugo works for, but he That's doesn't know that a he's a spy stealer. That's the sign of a good gangster, is that you're able to walk around with impunity. That's true. Um, yeah. He's less of a gangster and more of like uh like like a a kingpin maybe sure that's similar i guess i don't know he's not like uh he's not racketeering speaking of kingpin that new spider-man movie was fucking awesome moving on which new one uh into the spider-verse yeah i heard that people have been going nuts over it so i assumed it was overhyped just no, because it's, it's, people like yeah. that it's somewhat original in its visual style? No, it's genuinely fucking amazing. I, That's like, pretty cool. I walked out of the theater and was just completely blown away. Damn. Uh, it, it's like, it's one of the most immersive movies I've seen in a long time. Um, the, were you just really drunk? No, I, oh, okay. during my sober period. Ooh. <laughs> um, hi, highly recommend. Cool. Anyways, going on, moving on. Um... Welcome to Movie Recommendation Hour. Mm. Uh, so, Hugo's friend, who he steals spines with, gets decapped. A lot of decaps happening. Mm. Um, gets decapped by a mark uh, in a botched job. He, he sets it up in such an awesome way, too, where, where, where the mark throws him into the air only to cut him in half. Yeah, he throws him <laughs> upside down in the air and just slices him. <laughs> Which um, is a statement. It's a statement oh, that's brutal. Sure. Yeah. Um... So, then, uh, that's happening. Meanwhile, Victor, wait, Victor? Vector. I wrote Victor here. That's silly. Vector's disappointed in, uh, Zariki's performance. He's starting to break down a little bit, starting to lose, I think. Uh, and, uh, he sees Galley in the paper and, uh, wants her to be in the ring. Yes. Uh, wants, wants her new champ. You got the, you got the talent to be champ, kid. Go for the butt, Johnny. Uh, speak more references to podcasts that aren't ours. Uh, so Victor promises uh, Zalem to uh, basically everyone. I, he uh, he tells uh, Chiran, what's her name? That she can go. Chiran. Chiran, she can go. And uh, he promises uh, Hugo, he can go again. Uh, instead of getting a certain amount of money, he says he can go if he gets Galley to him, I think. Uh, and uh, But Hugo's now wanted, and there's posters, and he's on the TVs and stuff. So Galley sees this, and she confronts him uh, in like this warehouse, and it's uh, raining, and she confesses to him, and they have a kiss you. Isn't that a great sequence? Uh, it's bittersweet because that's the point when you realize, oh, this guy's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a really <laughs> nice sequence. Oh yeah, it is. I, I like them just meeting up in a warehouse, um, like because that's the kind of environment that they're in. I think yeah, it's, a it's nice probably the warehouse it. where they're hanging out in the first episode. I would assume. So that's, yeah, that's it's good. There's some yeah things are set up and paid off in this, which you don't often see in in uh, sci-fi action OVAs from the eighties well, and nineties. I I feel like. You know, they're not the most original characters ever, but there's enough here to where you get kind of attached to it. Yeah, like this these this OVA feels a tiny bit you know, the pacing's a little weird. It feels a little rushed in spots, so you don't get a ton of 
like character development moments really so this is this is a good one that yeah. stands out um and then you I go like kind of her hair down too because yes that. she's very wet she's uh yes rain uh you go then tells sort of his life story his brother he expands on the airship thing his brother built the airship but then was betrayed by by a by a bitch by oh, a no. god damned bitch listen up player because the listen is this never mm-hmm. fall in love because a bitch is a bitch yeah um who just ratted him out for really no apparent discernible reason just sort of because or maybe uh you know, maybe they, maybe like uh, the airship, what like was actually just a total like delusional. Maybe it's sort of a mirror of of Hugo's fate to come. Is mm-hmm. that he was sort of obsessed with building this airship that had no chance at all. So she like reported him, thinking that would help or save him in some way, or just like mm-hmm. to end it early. And he gets killed by this uh, samurai guy who's been stalking Galley this whole time, the big uh, round hat dude. Yeah. Uh, who then shows up? immediately uh as uh as yugo tries to head to vector's place uh he uh gets there for the bounty chops his arm right off immediately no. gone um which makes galley angry and she starts fighting him uh she's almost on the ropes but she does a so- one of the sword catches she does that which is cool with the lightning arms mm-hmm. um and then uh the and then the samurai, uh, she pushes him back, and he gets struck by lightning because he has the big sword. And that's another thing that pays off because they mentioned that there, that uh, there's lightning that day, and her body is affected by it in some way. So they mentioned that there's lightning, so that is foreshadowed somewhat, or at least established. Yes. And he gets really fucked; like he just gets kind of melted by it. <laughs> He's just gone. It was kind of ridiculous because at one point, like she's brooding over Hugo's body, and then he dissolves in the background. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Like, he just crumbles to bits, which is, is Yeah, there's good. one shot of him, like, as a skeleton, and then it cuts to her, and, and he, she's doing something in the background. You just see him, yeah, just turn to dust. It's a, in the Maybe it makes sense in the manga, but <laughs> here it's It makes perfect ridiculous. sense here. I don't know. Well, it makes it's, sense. It's just ridiculous. Lightning's <laughs> stronger in the future. Um, Anyways. But Yugo's fucked, so Galley just uh, kind of cuts his losses here takes his head off and um chiren feels bad for him because i think she relates to uh i think she and ito used to be an item and she betrayed him so she uh feels bad for yugo because she kind of did the same thing that his brother's girlfriend did to him or something like that Mm -hmm. And, and there is also the uh, you know the aspect of he has a similar ambition to her you know like they both want to get That's back true. to the city yeah or they want to get up to the city and yeah also Chirin was eavesdropping on him which is why she knows that yep. uh talk about that so uh yeah galley brings his his head to Edo and says hey please fix so he does That's just fucking awesome <laughs> by the way what a crazy fucking idea just cut, I mean, the, cut somebody's fucking head off. I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's now this universe works. She keeps his head alive by uh, by kind of pump by linking their their blood, uh, their circulatory systems or something. Or Chiran helps that's does great. that. Um, so he's a cyborg too now. 
But he's very upset about Zalem, so he escapes out of a vent, goes missing. Um, so Gally goes after him, and Ido heads to Vector, who has obviously just been lying to everyone about being able to get them to Zalem. Uh, you can't just buy your way there, it turns out. Um, and uh, uh, he, uh, while he's there, Ido finds... Uh, Chiren, who is apparently just a series of buckets full of organs. Now. Man, what a what a uh, horrible end for that. Dies girl. off screen. This main character. It's 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 a ballsy move. She's. Just I wonder. I wonder if, if she doesn't come back in some now. capacity at some point. Yeah, someone could have saved that, her head. Well, because her brain is in one of the jars. I wonder if that jar ends up in some sort of. Oh cyborg. yeah, if the brain's still alive, she can totally come back. Yeah, I I think she might make her way back in. Yeah, um, because yeah. it's a little bit anticlimactic and and uh, mm-hmm. uh she 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 deserves better especially after saving our boy true anyways um so um ito's kind of fucking up vector so vector brings out zariki who just he just kind of had in like a back closet uh <laughs> this huge like you know like the strongest fighter in like this super powered you know fighting sport that everyone watches but uh ito just gets him by slicing them with the hammer and mm-hmm. somehow like sends his like claw arm flying into vector or something that kills him. I wasn't really sure what happened there. It was kind of cool, but okay. Yeah. I was wondering if I saw <laughs> that correctly. I was like, what? No, you got it. All right. Yep. Um, was silly. And, uh, so that's, that, uh, that's closed up. So you go, uh, is now just using his shitty robot body to kind of walk the giant tubes they have to, to Zalem. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, he, he's just like shuffling. He's obviously yeah. not going to make it. Uh, well, it's like, he's it, like, I'm sure he's not even used to the body yet. You know, like mm-hmm. he just got put into it. And he's still, it doesn't seem as good as, this. as, uh, Galley's, no, Alita's is, is so it, sleek. It's, it's sleek, yeah. and his is chunkier. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it was kind of made in an emergency, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he's like the penguin in that Herzog documentary <laughs> that just wanders off, you know, into the mountains. Yeah, <laughs> where he is going, we do not know. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it turns out these huge supply tubes to Zalem have security measures in the form of giant uh, spike rings that. That uh, speed down the tubes like a like a sonic obstacle, like a video game, and uh, just feet gone immediately. Um, so he starts crawling towards it. It's uh, it's it's very sad. And it's uh, rough, man. Galley reaches him and, and kind of gives him a pep talk. Um, and then he and then he he decides to turn it around. He's, he decides to go back and just gets fucked by another spike ring. Mm. Um, she catches him, but uh, he uh, his arm breaks off and he falls. And this is the emotional climax of the Soviet. It Isn't is. Isn't that great? Isn't it great? Like rather than just being like a, this kind of puts it like above other OVAs of this era. It's another example of what makes this a little bit distinct. Is that it's a it's a nice character moment to round this thing out. Yeah, his his story ends up tragically mirroring that of his brothers. Yeah. And they they float his arm up to Zalem in like a little balloon. Yep. And uh, that was it. That's, that's the, it. That, that, that's where they ended it. There's not even any sort of like teaser or anything. And there's no. It, that's it. That's no. how the end. Uh, the OVA, which is like it's, man, 
I mean, it's it's a you know a statement about how how high quality it is. If you want more of it, you know, like, and uh, I I think this is a totally solid '90s OVA, and I just it's a bummer that we don't get more. It's uh, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Go read the manga, I guess. You know. I yeah I I uh, I rarely get the urge to read manga, and I don't really hear, but I do. Well, I kind of want to know what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a shitload that happens. I'm sure yeah, it's I mean, I don't ridiculous. Know how interesting... I mean, I'm sure that Galley's name is Alita, and she's f- originally from Salem, and she was probably some kind of assassin or cop or... Uh, yeah. Some kind of elite soldier. Right. Uh, and that's that's kind of like... A lot of this stuff is a little bit... is is, is really tropey. And, you know, we've seen a lot of work inside this kind of realm of sci-fi so you know a lot of the beats already but it's a pretty damn well done version of that at least like this ova here um yeah yeah i'm looking at the wikipedia article it says according to kishiro that's the mangaka only two episodes were originally planned at the time he was too busy with the manga quote to review the plan coolly Hmm. end quote nor was he serious about an anime adaptation he has no plans to revive the anime well, guess what? James Cameron has other plans, big boy. Fucker. <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel ten years from now. Oh, there's no way. That shit's bombing. Yeah? It's it's doing that poorly? Uh, well, I guess it hasn't come out yet, but it's, it didn't do well in Europe. It came out, like, a month ago in Europe or some weird shit. It had a weird Ooh. release schedule, and it it's made, like, $30 million. I hate to yeah. see that. Bill Pope shot this. What? Oh fuck! Is whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh shit! Fucking dark! Oh my god! Whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa, what? All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Bill Pope. Bill Pope, who shot the Matrix. Oh hey, and, look at that! And Spider Man Two. Okay. Oh man. I mean, people who think seem to think the action is good. I love Bill Pope. Robert Rodriguez is the Spy Kids guy, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Just two, or all the Spy Kids is. All, I I don't know if he did the fourth one, but I know they're all his... How has he directed this many fucking movies? 43 movies? Holy shit, really? Oh, wait, that's 43 credits. That could include all of these TV produced, episodes. I think he probably produced shit as well. And then he also has TV shows, yeah. He's the machete guy, right? Hmm. Somebody ring the dinkster. I like that first machete movie a lot. Yeah, I remember that being okay. Hmm. Wait, he did that Predators movie? What? What? What do you mean, did? Like, produced? Did he direct it? He produced the 2010 one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This Wikipedia article is a goddamn... The director was Nimrod Antal. That dude's name is Nimrod. Yeah, that's rough. You don't want that. What name is Nimrod, even? What kind of name is that? Hungarian. Nice. The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Classics. From Dust Till Dawn's a great movie. Um. Sin City. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Two. Hour, what was I gonna say about Alita? Oh yeah, it's. It's not making the money that. Uh, no, it's, I don't know who expected. It's probably. 
this seems like the kind of thing that's been in development for like 10 years for some reason. It was, uh, it, uh, discussions around an adaptation happened in 2003. Doesn't what? Uh, James, James Cameron has, has owned the rights to do an adaptation and has been talking about doing it since 2003. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, I, if you had asked me a year ago, Battle Angel Alita, how does it do the box office and what the reviews look like? Could have called this shit a mile away. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck these people were thinking. It's a pretty safe bet. Like, come on. I'm like, okay, yeah, like in the f- maybe 50s, so I would have been a little bit low as far as like reviews. And then, you know, but box office would be unremarkable. Because mm-hmm. there's not any sort of real built in audience here in the West. You know, like, there's like maybe, I mean, really, neither of us have seen it or consumed any of the media. We've seen a lot of bullshit. The, do- did the domain name BattleAngelAlita.com was registered registered to James Cameron by 20th Century Fox around June of 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. he, re- he must really, really like this fucking franchise, huh? He must really love this manga if he's given... Or do you think what it is is that, like, um, he, somebody approached him, like, five years ago, and they're like, you remember Battle Angel Alita? He's like... Oh right, yeah, sure, whatever. It's like yeah, you I'm have sure, the rights I'm, to that. Yeah, do you want to? Do you mind producing it? Yeah, I'm sure Fuck he it, has. Yeah. I'm sure he has. You know, when you're a director, you just have 20 things that are just kind of in the, uh, you know, uh, in in the in the hole like this. The hopper, yeah, yeah. yeah and just occasionally, finally, you get an opportunity for one. It's like, all right, let's spend 170 million dollars. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, this this, this got Man, delayed this dude, for Avatar. This dude has been married so many times. Oh yeah, although he he's had one for a while, right? Yeah, he's had one. He's had a wife since two thousand. So good for him. Because he found one that's boy, yeah, it's those uh man. Catherine Bigelow was the best one. Linda Hamilton. You can't don't Ladder. don't marry a guy right. Like as Titanic is, you know, in theaters because that's that's just gonna cloud your judgment. You know, it's uh, it's like, oh my God, this man just made a billion dollars. You know, obviously divorced nine, you know, two two years later. What are you gonna do? Kath Catherine Bigelow is the huge. She's the winner there. She was in that movie. I, do you remember Near Dark? That uh, yeah, that, that vampire western movie. I liked that a lot. She directed that. She did. Didn't she did she the original Point Break. The Hurt Locker. That's Hurt her. Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. I mean, she's a she's a pretty fucking talented artist, man. Yeah, people like those movies, and I love Point Break. Gotta. God, Point Breaks. I was just I was just telling uh, my 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 friend recently about how uh, when we went and saw Point Break in the theater, I was so drunk that <laughs> that I had to go look at myself in the mirror in the bathroom for like thirty minutes. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, we our idea was to. <laughs> Go see the Point Break reboot in theaters and get wasted. So we both bought, we both brought flasks yes. full of rum or vodka or something. This is early on in the drinking. I want to say I, I don't think what is it, 2015. So four were we, years were ago. Were we underage? Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. Uh, no, wait, 20, 2015. Oh, that's the movie. Yeah. Um. December okay, so yeah, 20, 20 years old, huh? Okay, yeah, no, that was um, cool. Oh yeah, that's God, we must have been 
That's the best slapping vodka. Or that's something. the best part about uh, our early episodes of our previous podcast is that you can listen to us underage drink for the first you know 30, 20 episodes or so. <laughs> um, uh, oh yeah, twenty. No, it was twenty six. Wait, twenty fifteen December. Oh December. Oh, well, you know, late late twenty year old whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got flasks. There were more people in the theater than we expected. So we were just kind of like breaking out the flasks and just sort of taking sips what they could obviously see. And I guess sure I was kind of embarrassed about it, but I was there for I had a mission. God damn it. Um, And for the first like 20 or 25 minutes of that movie, my mission was to open the flask because it had become stuck. It must have been rum because it was sugary and it's stuck. And I was just desperately just like trying with all my just like almost cutting my finger open trying to open all of my strength going into open open i did not have this problem yeah i (laughs) i was i was struggling uh and then i got and then i got into it and uh, yeah i came out of that movie just shouting about how awesome it was and everyone else walking out was just like silent and i was like that was the best movie ever you guys and everyone's just like shuffling past me (laughs) and went to denny's that was a good night yes that, oh my god, I was fucked up at the Denny's too. Yeah, you were really <laughs> I went I went into the bathroom and imitated a cop and scared you, I Fuck. think. <laughs> yeah, because I was just on the John. Because I was yeah, like yeah. so I was and so I drunk pre- I had to sit down and not be in public and like oh And I god. pretended to know that you were drunk somehow or something. Oh you got oh you got me so good. That's great. <laughs> That's I didn't think I would get story you. Ever. Oh god. <laughs> You so I remember we were we were waiting for Denny's and it was like one in the morning. Unbelievable! So, it, so there was, must have been one guy in the kitchen, and it took us like half an hour or forty five minutes to get food. Um, and you go to the bathroom and you disappear for like fifteen minutes, and we suddenly we all get a text in the group chat, and it's a selfie of you in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, fuck! That was awesome. Oh shit! That was good as um, well. I just found the description for the cast of, of that movie. Uh, oh. And, and uh, here we go. We got Edgar Ramirez as Bodie. No one, which, no one anyone's ever heard of. Uh, Luke he, Bracey. Are these real wor- names? Uh, this is a Chinese co-production. So, um, so these aren't he, real people. Bodie plays uh, an eco-warrior who's sort of... Who plays a sort of Robin Hood role? <laughs> it's almost like somebody's like That's true. I mean, spit, spitballing in a meeting, like oh, it's sort of like a Robin Hood. Because <laughs> he's like uh, he does bad uh, things, but it's for good reasons. Oh my god! Uh, Unbelievable! Yeah, that's amazing. Luke Luke Bracey, Ray Winstone. No, neither of these guys have had careers. I'm sure. I haven't heard of any of these people. None of these people are real. Yeah, like Steve I- Toisson. I mean, I just, like, did it make money? No way. Barely. Barely. Like, no. Well, I wonder if it even cost anything. It must have an insanely low budget. Let's see. I think they they might have done all these stunts practically, though. Oh, nice. Budget, 24 million. Box office, 83. There you go. Oh, that's the original. Wait, no, shit. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. There's got to be at least... Got to be at least a hundo, right? 105. Nice. Box yeah. office one thirty three. So they probably didn't make money. There was a lot of marketing for that. That's a bummer. That is not Actually, a bummer. That movie sucked ass. <laughs> it's a bummer for people involved. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. 
I'm, I'm sure there's they still have jobs that movie has a surf sequence a wingsuit sequence a snowboarding sequence and a rock oh, yeah, climbing no, sequence it's, and it's, i remember ca- not we called a it goddamn we called second it, we called it the red bull movie you know it was right. just it was just like the youtube video like hey watch people do extreme sport challenges and it was that yeah. with yep. like a weird like uh like eco-terrorist frat or something. I don't remember what the fuck. The original was just they were running drugs or something. That's a nice, simple yeah. know, skydiving. This was all weird shit. They were in like an underground parking garage. It was stupid. What you was the what? line where he's dangling over the cliff and he does the <laughs> Mufasa thing? And Fuck, what is it? Yeah, what does he say? It's in the trailer, we were, I think. It was in the trailer, but wasn't in the movie or something? Oh, what the fuck is I'm going to find it. But that shit made me lose my mind. It was two, something about gravity. Seconds. He says like... Oh, I don't remember. Hold on, I'm good. He says something about gravity, and he goes something. He calls him brother. I don't know. Yeah, Here we you go. Find that, yeah. <laughs> What's worse than you could imagine? Oh, is it worse than I remember? Even it's, do you know how many laws you've broken? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the only law that matters is gravity. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they should have just... leaned into that. I mean, it wasn't. I don't remember it uh, being that cheesy. We went into it because we were hoping for another Lucy. You know. You know what I? Uh, we weren't even drunk for Lucy, but I felt like I was. On well, that's drugs. that's like MD, That's like, that's like DMT, baby. That's just that basically like yeah. I, whew, I need to watch Lucy again. You know what I? Uh, I just watched. Um, I watched the the Scooby Doo movie that has the Hex Girls in it. <laughs> and and uh, we watched that recently. Was that um, just me, Connor, and Steven? I think so. We watched that in the last year. Um, but uh. There's there's a line in that where where they are explaining what they're about and like we're eco goths and I'm like fuck I'm officially now an eco goth that's yeah, how it's my alignment <laughs> for sure oh my god the only law that matters is gravity <laughs> fucking awesome <sighs> all right now I can see why we saw this movie I, it makes a lot of sense watching this trailer yeah I don't regret it <laughs> no I mean we really like Point Break. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's true. Point Break was pretty amazing. Catherine Bigelow directed a movie called K nineteen: The Widowmaker, with Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson. Hmm. Uh oh, you don't want Liam Neeson in your movies anymore. In two thousand two, he's racist. Yeah, he's probably extra racist. Two thousand two, he's still getting over it. Yeah, the weight of water as opposed to the shape of water. Hmm. Undertow. She just wrote that one. That's another. That looks like um, Near Dark. But what's, who's oh, Lou Diamond Phillips? What do I know him from? Charles Dance. Game of Thrones, man? Oh, man. I just watched uh, the four-hour-long Hamlet adaptation. I just watched I, that in high school. Did you really? All four hours of it? I think we watched the whole thing. Um... It's pretty good. Um, I just remember a lot of long takes. Um, I remember it just looking pretty good. I mean, it was shot on sixty millimeter film. So makes sense. Or, or, yep. or seventy millimeter, um, and uh, it's beautiful. Uh, and 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 my man is so hammy in that movie, just mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> um. Steven and I watched The Mummy. 
Oh, because how is that? It's the Renaissance, baby. He's back. I'm thinking he's back. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Wait, thinking, really? Yeah, I'm thinking he's back. Oh, good. Um, you know, he stopped paying his alimony. Fifty thousand dollars a month. That's Can you ridiculous. fucking believe? He's been irrelevant for twenty years. $15,000 a month to some bitch who didn't get married specifically so that she could keep getting the money. Holy shit. I would... Un- unironically, Brendan Fraser's will to live must be insane. Yeah. I would oh, off myself man. one month into 50 grand a month to my ex-wife. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I would be gone. I would take my kids with me. I would Chris Benoit that shit. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Gone. Everyone's gone. Do over mulligan, do, baby. What what does she have on him, do you think? Uh 50, 50 grand. Have on him. She won in court. What do you mean have on him? She doesn't yeah, need anything. Yeah, but like but yeah, 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 yeah. But like you can't fight better than that. You can't get 50 grand a month. That's ridiculous. I mean, it was at the height of his stardom. Like she has to be used to her lifestyle or whatever, right? Oh, fuck it. Come on. <laughs> but he's but he's done with that. It's been ten years. He's done. Good. And uh, his he hair up- back. Did he get his hair back? He looks better. He updated like his Facebook profile picture, and it looks better. And he's smiling and stuff. I gotta see it. Gotta see um, it. I don't believe it. Uh, Our guy, <gasps> Mr. Brendan. The, Man. Do you see it with the yellow background? Is it? Where is it? Wait, wait, wait. What? What's up? He's in a Doom Patrol adaptation? What? What the hell is Doom Patrol? Uh, Doom Patrol is a comic by Grant Morrison. Uh, that's that's the like the best comic ever. Um, okay. And, oh, what the fuck? Uh, I wanted to be the one to make Doom Patrol. You can reboot uh, it. How long, has it been five years? That's a television show. It's not going to be anywhere weird enough, I'm sure. Yeah, but it has it been like five years, though? Dog shit. Uh, it just, it's coming out, the trailer came out today. Yikes. Oh, it's new? Yeah. Oh, I'm the, thinking the, the, he's the, back, baby. Wait, he's, he's Robot Man? What? Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Doom Patrol is, is the best comic ever. It's like crazy psychedelic and philosophical and beautiful. And, um, and Grant Morrison's an artist of the highest order. Uh, one of the t- true creative individuals ever write in the comic industry. Um, I he's he's a genius, true genius. Oh, uh, has has like the most poignant, beautiful ending in all of comics history. I'm sure doesn't they'll over, nail it. Doesn't overstay its welcome. It's three volumes. Uh, yeah, there's no way they're gonna get this right. Cool, cool. Yeah, the mummy. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm a bigger fan of Encino Man, starring Pauly Shore. I feel like we tried to watch that and couldn't get through it. It was a little rough. No, that's basically my experience with most Pauly Shore films. Mm. Bummer. Except for Biodome. Everybody loves Biodome. I can't get enough of Biodome. Um, what happens in The Mummy? He fucking... I think he fights a mummy. Yeah, he finds point. a mummy. The ladies' boobies are pretty nice. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, I think the most notable thing is how funny it is, um, that, uh, that, that movie, I don't know, I, maybe I was misinterpreting something, maybe it's just my brain that does this, but I feel, I felt like, uh, there's a, 
there's a guy in that movie who's like his whole thing is that he's just backstabbing and betraying everyone the whole time mm. and he has like a really like ratty face and he he kind of talks like this and he's sort of and uh and he I don't know if he's Jewish but the way he curries the favor of the mummy is by holding up a star of david and talking in hebrew and the mummy recognizes it as the language of the slaves and uh, takes him in as as his servant. And then he huh. spends the rest of the movie, like, betraying everyone and just being a completely self-serving uh, guy. And I was just watching it going, wait, they're just, they just did that? <laughs> they just did it? And I couldn't find anything online of people saying, like, yeah, the Jewish guy is just uh, this, <laughs> this ratty... Uh, 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 just fucking betrayer. Here, here is from uh, the subreddit Ask Science Fiction. Why did Ihemotep let Benny live just because he spoke Hebrew? No, well, I mean, I feel like that one's pretty easy to figure out. Come on, guys. He says it's the language of the slaves. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I also cannot find anything going on here. Maybe he's not Jewish. I don't know. He knows Hebrew somehow. Although I guess the bit was that he holds up an icon from every religion and tries uh, it on him, and then finally the star of David works. So maybe he was Hollywood's talking. Hollywood's remake of the 1932 horror classic The Mummy is a racist masterpiece. I found that one. That one's not about that. It's just the only one to mention it, but I don't even think it mentions that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Well, time for my essay. Got I guess it. I gotta write it. I gotta finally expose the 1997, eight. We, we can film, tie it into our other psyop shit. The mummy, yeah. Finally, how does, expose. how does the mummy fit into this? Brendan Fraser just came back. It's just the Renaissance, and it's time for the the Brock Ages, where I expose him as being st- a star in an anti-Semitic film. The Breckening. The bre- <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Oh, just-